Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Siri. Last week, we took a little step back, and we revisited what Left of Normal is all about. It's what makes us unique, and why this cast is called Left of Normal. It's how our worldview is different from other people's worldview. So today, we're going to expand on that worldview idea a little bit, uh, but not necessarily how I see the world, but more kind of how it shaped my belief system. So instead, it's more of a perspective of how other people act and interact, and how I see things happening in the world because of the way my mind interprets information, behaviors, and society as a whole. So when I was trying to figure out what to study in college, I went through the typical, I have no idea what I'm going to major in, so I'll take a whole bunch of general classes to begin with. I took that little path. Uh, I was pretty good at things like math and physics, but I wasn't sure if I loved them enough to really pour into them even more than I had. And besides, what does one do with a math degree or a physics degree? So instead, I did what any rational human would do, and I chose something much more applicable to the real world. I earned my degree in anthropology, and I got a minor in sociology. My intentions were to pursue a graduate degree in archaeology and then go dig up ancient civilizations. What I didn't fully realize at the time was why I was so drawn to the anthropology and sociology studies. It turns out that I was left of normal long before I had any idea what left of normal even meant. In order to not do it wrong, the left of normal person has to constantly watch how other people are behaving. And then we adjust our behavior accordingly. We were somehow born without that intuition that normies just have, where they just sort of get it without trying. So long story short, my interest in human behavior and culture stemmed from the idea that I was already analyzing human behavior and culture. What this training, if you will, and then the formal schooling has done for me is develop this unique perspective on life and interactions, and especially in group situations. Because I am looking more at how people are interacting and behaving with one another, and I'm focusing less on proper length of eye contact and other social norms, and it means that the left of normal person can see the interaction and how it's affecting people around them. So over the years, I've learned kind of how a normie interprets this. And I found out how this plays out in the world that isn't left of normal. And there are two instances that stand out in my mind that I've run into over and over, especially as it as it comes into play with entrepreneurs and business owners. So this is kind of the normie perspective on what the left of normal is doing anyway in a slightly different, without really realizing that this is 
what we do all the time. Okay, so this will clear up. First, uh, Stephen Covey puts, puts it like this. Seek first to understand and then to be understood. It's habit number five in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's something I guess normies have to train themselves to do. It's something that left of normal people just do automatically. The second scenario, the second situation on how this works out, it comes from a story about how Nelson Mandela watched his father in group situations. He noticed that his dad was always the last one to speak. When asked about this, he said it helped him understand where everyone else stood on the situation. And he knew who agreed with him and who did not long before he even expressed his viewpoint. And he could then formulate his thoughts and conclusions. He didn't just need to listen, he needed to listen and wait to speak. So even if you aren't in a position of great power or influence, waiting to speak is generally going to be a better option than just yammering on whenever there's an opening. Now, the problem that I encounter is, and I'm sure many of us left of normals do as well, is that we tend to wait too long to speak, and then the conversation has moved on without us. Then it's super awkward trying to bring it up later, saying something like, oh yeah, um, wait, you remember like 15 minutes ago? I have a really sweet rebuttal for what was being talked about, like three topics prior in this conversation. Now, when you're always on the outside looking in, it can cause a bit of a conundrum. People will sometimes notice you on the outside, and when they notice you, observing, generally one of two situation ensues, situations ensues. The first is that they might see you observing, and then they might invite you into the group. So imagine, if you will, a group of children playing games at recess. The left of normal child is just standing off to the side, observing what is going on and unsure of the proper social techniques to jump right in and play the game too. So they just watch and they look to see how the kids interact and which kid is dominating, which ones are quieter, which are good at the game and which ones suck at it. But since they're, all those kids are already in the game, there's no observation available of how to join the game. And without that observation, it's hard for the left of normal to figure out which social interactions are the right ones. And so we'll just sit there and we tend to go through dozens of scenarios trying to figure out which one will be the least awkward if it doesn't work. Now, when somebody notices the left of normal, and invites him or her into the group, it's a very welcome relief to not have to worry about that awkward, how do I get involved situation. Now the second situation that could occur, and really it's more often than not that this is the one that does take place, is that the left of normal person is noticed on the outside looking in, and then completely ignored. And since we aren't welcomed into the fold, now 
dozens more scenarios are going through our minds, with the most common one being, they saw me, and they don't want me a part of this group, and now they're probably all talking about how weird it is that I'm standing here and watching them, and they're hoping that I just go away. And then, since there's no interaction to observe what to do next, uh, what can largely happen in this second situation is that even though the group's initial reaction is likely not focused on how weird it is to be watched, but the longer the left of normal watches, the more weirded out the group gets. And now, as an adult, this doesn't happen quite as often. But with children and teens, the result that often happens is now the left of normal becomes the target of a lot of teasing. And teasing is really just a polite way of saying bullied. So, I'm going to, this next situation, I'm going to lump introverts and left of normals here together because there's a lot of crossover. Uh, when these situations come up and we were observing and we're wanting to be invited in and largely ignored and then often bullied because of it, we may or may not always be ready to join the group. We may not be ready to participate in the events that people are doing. And so what happens is that we decline the event or we decline joining and sometimes we decline several times in a row because we're just not ready for the commitment for whatever reason. And then ultimately, those inviting us in take that as an indication that we didn't really want to join in the first place, and then they stop inviting us to join their group. It's not that we don't want to be included. It's that we have to have everything mentally lined up just right so that we can enjoy being included instead of constantly feeling like we have our guard up and wondering if we're doing it right or what to do next or any of those left of normal ideas and uh, wonders that go through our minds all the time. So until that point comes where we have everything mentally prepared and lined up, where we know we can enjoy the time, we prefer to observe and hang out on the outskirts. And then when those invitations stop, we don't really know how to show that we're interested again, other than stand on the outskirts and just observe until we're invited in again. And so often a large portion of the left of normal community ends up very isolated, which, as we know, can spiral down into severe mental illness. But that's a topic for another time. For now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right. And if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, join the Facebook community. And remember that most left of normals have a great perspective and can offer a lot to the room, to the group. We just need that invitation to show that we're actually welcome. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.